Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is June 14th, 2023. Using a new audio and video setup today, working on getting this studio put together. So if there are any errors or anything, just bear with me. I'll figure something out. But you know what? We're here live. It's Fightful. It's Wednesday night, June 14th. We got Alex Pawlowski here. Alex, how you doing? Good. Um, back from vacation. Um, and uh, uh, last last week uh, caused me some consternation. Um, which rhymes with vacation. I'm a poet and I don't oh. know it, but I'm, but I'm back here and there's no consternation about tonight. Um, oh no, they let it flow tonight. No consternation at all. Not at all. Uh, guys, we had the, what do you guys want to talk about podcast today uh, at 3 PM Eastern, the post show where I talked about some pretty big contract news that's happening. Then on fightfulselect.com, uh, in addition to those other things, we posted the news that Jimmy Jacobs had joined AEW. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, not unbelievable. It's it's perfectly believable. Uh, BJ Whitmer got arrested and subsequently fired due to uh, domestic abuse charges over the past uh, week. So they got a new guy in the fold. We're going to talk about that shortly. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Donate a super chat or a humper chat to get your question or statement read on the air uh if you wonder what the hell a humper chat is well by god we at fightful have a camel that is our mascot mm -hmm. and also uh we talk about things that hump in the sexual variety it is what they call a double entendre and and you know what it just so happens that wrestling matches happen to hump as well they're very good we had a couple of those tonight that we're going to be talking about but at humperchats.com that's going to allow you to get your question or statement in even before we go on the air. And we now have live post-show podcasts six nights a week here on Fightful. That is completely separate of the 40 shows you're getting a month at FightfulSelect.com. So, uh, yeah, there's there's uh, an awful lot to love right now. A reminder, tune in this Saturday, Riccicino, Cresta, and Iridian Fierro with the first ever Collision Post Show. I will be joining at the top of that show uh, with, uh, and people are saying that I'm a little bit loud. I'm working on these levels. I'll do what I can. I'll try to. I'll try my best to not to not be too loud. But uh, I am working on a new setup right now. I'll see what I can do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we got a new show dropping on Saturday, and uh, yeah, man. It's going to be fun. I'll be joining it as, a, as an insider at the top of the show. Again, guys, if I'm a little bit loud, if the levels are a little bit off, I'm going to work on them to the best of my ability. Uh, until next time, guys, here's Alex Alowski to, to kill some time for me yep. yes. while I uh, fix this. Uh, guys, I am, I am wearing my um, Adam Cole's Muppet Bebe's shirt. 
because they're all doing the Adam Cole Bebe pose for our opening opening match, which was a which was a humper for thirty minutes. Uh, um, I uh, obviously wasn't here last week, so I wasn't able to give my thoughts on the promo battle. And I was like, "Oh, cool! How, There's how setting something sound, up for." How do I sound now? Oh, much better, much better. Nice. Okay. Cool. You know, yeah. it helps if I've got this mic on instead of this terrible webcam mic. Ah, probably much on. better. Yeah. Yeah, that works out a lot better. So, guys, let yeah. me know how I am in the chat again. Working on it to the best of my ability. I am not an audio tech for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I have people say, what kind, of, <laughs> what kind of audio setup do you use? And I say, USB mic, homie. That's yeah, what I that's got. Right. Yep. Uh, that's what we got. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Again, apologies. Uh, we are, we, we're working on all this stuff. I'm going to learn this. It's all a method for us to bring you better, uh, production values. I'm going to have a new camera soon as well. I actually have it. Just got to figure out how to run it through the cam link, all that stuff. But, uh, we've actually got a setup here in my studio yep. for uh two person interviews, two person podcasts, things like that. So pretty soon Alex will just be making the trip out here every, right. every Wednesday, every that's Wednesday. Right. That's what he's going to do. Yes. yes, he'll just be commuting to work. But mm-hmm. uh, leave a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. It would mean an awful lot. Our great moderator, Luis, is going to collect all these chats. Uh, we've got Austin saying, I love Alex. I'm happy to see him back. We were down a lot of people last week. I wasn't on Listen Your Boy. Denise wasn't on the Raw show. Alex wasn't on uh, a couple of his shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we're glad to have everybody back. And we thank everybody that stepped in there. I love me some Sova says best dynamite of 2023 so far, 10 out of 10. And Darren Walker says BJ Whitmer agented a lot of women's matches. Anyone replace him in that role yet? Shocked Maria Canellas is not a go-to behind the scenes role. She has helped out several women, but I think right now she is a talent above all else. And she's still doing women's wrestling army, but they did just bring in Jimmy Jacobs. I don't know if that was to specifically replace BJ Whitmer or to expand things as they are with Collision, because, I mean, Will got hired. Brian Danielson's helping with creative as well. A lot of stuff going on there. Bizarro Big L says, a number of good matches tonight and some awesome announcements. Tonight's show was so good, Alex doesn't have to see Double J till Friday. Cole and Sky deserve some rematches down the line, maybe all out. Don't care, Forbidden Door is five hours. Bring them all. Well, I get the feeling that A to B pay-per-views will be shortening in length eventually, probably probably fairly soon. We're getting more of them. You don't have to have as many matches on them. We've seen them scaled back a little bit. But uh yeah, we're going to we're going to uh see how that how that works out. We're going to see how uh how all this plays out with New Japan involvement. AEW involvement and a week and a half until the show, Alex. And we don't, it's not like a 14 match show as things stand right now. There's, there's, I think five or six announced, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, definitely quality over quantity, um, which is, which is good. Um, not that, not that like every Four time announced. Yeah. Not that, um, not that the pay-per-views, the ATM pay-per-views are ever like bad, but there's always like one or two matches on there where you go, this could have been an email. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I don't know why we're doing a meeting. Why is everybody in the conference room for this? This could have been an email. It's like one of those kind of matches where you could just do this on dynamite. I don't understand why there, there's always one or two matches where it feels like that. Um, 
So when you when you when you uh, shorten the number of matches on a card, all of a sudden they start to feel more important just because there are fewer of them. So they 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 take on more weight. Um, and the stuff that they set up for us tonight uh, has me very excited. Well, uh, the opening match of tonight had me very excited. MJF versus Adam Cole. Maybe Adam Cole's best match in AEW. Mm-hmm. And this goes, I had a feeling there was going to be some sort of a screwy finish in some capacity. Yeah. Yep. And we got that. Now, this is after an absolute humper of a match. MJF yep. with a championship level performance. I mean, every time he goes out there in big matches, he kills it. He's having some of the best matches in America in main event level situations as champion. He is everything you would ask for in a champion. And also he's verbally hilarious in the ring too. Like I I've seen two other people that are as verbal as him. One was Carmella. One was a guy named Ron Mathis that I used to watch on the independent circuit. He still wrestles a lot, but I've never seen anybody on the men's, main event level that is just as verbal like occasionally you'd hear rick flair scream out oh god which mm-hmm. was always funny but like mjf's verbal work is very good and it adds so much to this adam cole uses the belt almost gets the win i love the false finishes in this but the three count happens right right as the time limit happens and I thought it was a good idea to kick off the show with this, especially since they had such crazy stuff happening at the end of the show. How do you feel about all this from the open, this opening the show, going the time limit, the non-finish? Opening the show, um, I was, it wasn't a title match, which to me, like I, I was about to say that I wasn't here last week, so I wasn't able to like, it, it, they heated this thing up in one promo battle. And then said, we're having the match next week. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on, wait, just hold on. Um, and it's a, it's an eliminator match. So it wasn't the, for the title. So starting off the show, when you know you have a major six-man tag with the, with the hottest story in the company over the past several months, main eventing, I wasn't, I wasn't against that. Um, I don't know why it didn't occur to me to start like thinking about, is there a time limit? Cause it never occurred to me. Yeah. Um, I was just going, man, this match is going long. Good for them. It's great. Like we were, there were, there were some really great longer matches on raw as of late. Um, and it's cool to see these, these, like these things are going half a Broadway and that's, that's awesome. I think it's fantastic, but I would love to have got to like, we, we watched this with a stopwatch. Because they rang that bell as Remsburg was coming down for the three. <laughs> and if it actually was 29.59 to 30, as his hand was coming down, that would be a damn magic trick. So I, I, I'm fine with it. I, I think it was, everyone was kind of like, oh, oh, okay. It was, the, it was, a, it was a, a half hour time limit draw, which is great. And I also love Adam Cole being like five more minutes and I also love MJF being like, why would I do that? I stand yeah. nothing to gain from that. I'm just going to remember. Leave. Remember when Brett made it the 60 minutes mm-hmm. with Shawn Michaels 
and they're like, this match will continue. And you just see him in the in ringside going, why? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how I yep. feel all the time. Yep. When things don't go my way, <laughs> always <laughs> think of Brett. Yes. Why? <laughs> yep. He says, no, not yeah. anymore. I don't no. want this again. Well, that, that worked out for MJF. Now, I would love it if they revealed it. <laughs> The, the the time was a little off and MJF goes, yeah, it's a standard time limit of 29 minutes and 47 <laughs> seconds, just as I requested. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this was so good. And um, mm. I rewatched Cole and, and Jericho and I did it without commentary at the, at the recommendation of somebody. And it was much better without audio. I'll give it that. Mm. But that match left a bad taste in people's mouths. And I'm glad that they just moved on past Jericho. He -hmm. needed a short feud. He needed to definitively lose a short feud. Yes. And Adam Cole needed to win a a short feud to put him in position for this title situation. Now we are in the situation where, okay, why wouldn't MJF try to weasel out of this situation? He tries to weasel out of them all. Force of Will says Cole's the favorite to beat MJF in December now, right? Could be. I mean, he's he, I mean, he is a person you can put in there with MJF and gets these insane reactions. Whereas a lot of people just really enjoy watching MJF right now, especially yeah. when he's going out there and having slappers. Well, here's the thing. We are we know now we'll find out later in the in, in the show tonight what he's doing for Forbidden Door. But yeah. we don't there's there we don't have anything planned beyond that. So I I think he would absolutely weasel out of any attempt to get Adam Cole another match right now. But if, for example, Adam Core were to win um the poker chip at full gear or whatever and get the match versus MJF, and they haven't had another match since tonight. Like, that's the kind of storytelling that I love. Like, hey, why would I give you another match? You had an Eliminator versus me. You didn't beat me, so you're eliminated. I don't have to have another match versus you. And you can tell the story in increments. Adam Cole can feud with somebody else over the summer. He Every time he cross paths with MJF, they both know there's unfinished business. We know it. I think that's yeah. a really – I would love it if there were different – if there were, like, candidates – like over the course of the year, like after Ricky Starks and MJF had that great match at Winter is Coming, I always put like keep Ricky Starks in the back of my head. Maybe he's another guy who gets another shot further down the line. Like I after tonight, Adam Cole, maybe he gets another shot. There's there's really cool ideas of who's going to be the guy who's going to beat MJF before the bidding war of 24. Because I do feel like we all accept that 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 the clock on his contract, even in kayfabe, isn't going to run out with him holding the belt. So sure. who's going to be the guy? And I love that there's there's a bunch of dudes that have a claim to be the guy to take that belt off of him. I love it. And uh, Tony Khan said today, he's like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if I'll do a brand split type of thing. Now I can tell you that talent <laughs> and people in the company have been told multiple things. I mean, there was a memo that went out even that said, oh, yeah, we're going to do a split. It's going to happen. This was uh, about a month ago. But if they don't do that, all right, well, 
Adam Cole could win that chip at full gear or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he could challenge for that title on the December 30th collision. That'd be so good. The December 30th collision. And that could be really interesting. Uh, JP says, MJF was talking to the ref a lot tonight. Do you think he, he thought Cole was hurt? It's just natural. They they communicate with the referee, and that, that's how they send messages back and forth. Coy says, I want Kingston to, be, to beat MJF partner. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think that he should absolutely get a shot at Grand Slam. Yeah, he should get a shot. DeLeo says, I'm assuming they gave us Cole versus MJF, so we get it again at All Out. Does Cole win the title there? I think... The, the further into this we get, the more I think MJF will hold the title until yeah. that. I mean, but there's so many ways they could go. He could lose the title before then, then he could get his rematch right. on December 30th mm -hmm. and win it mm. then. And then as time runs out. Oh, like, here's the thing. you Oh, my God. MJF getting his rematch for the title on December 30th. And then pulling a CM Punk where he goes halfway over the barricade and blows a kiss at Tony Khan and runs off into the night. Like pulling a CM Punk from Money in the Bank would, would be, because they all, they do, especially MJF, does so many callbacks to stuff like that. I That would be really interesting. I, I think if that hasn't, that thought hasn't crossed MJF's mind, like it's one of those things like, oh yeah, you know what? That might not be that might, might not be too bad. <laughs> Indeed. Uh Living Dead Frank says right on. Uh reminded us he was NXT's black and gold MVP. Yep. That's right. I felt like this was the best match he's had since those days by by 100%. far. This was a fantastic match. MJF, from a logical standpoint, is one of the most logical wrestlers on the planet. Mm -hmm. He is completely happy with a time limit draw. He is not giving anybody more time. And oh. then Hiroshi Tanahashi calls out MJF, which uh, my Android phone auto-corrected to Hiroshima Takahashi. Uh, <laughs> an absolutely dreadful nope. auto-correct. Nope. nope. Well, uh, MJF said no to that. He doesn't care if it's Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroshima Ta Tanahashi, or as uh, they accidentally spelled it on Quizlemania one time, Horseshoe Tanahashi. <laughs> uh he ain't facing any of them no you know why to him because it's why? a stupid little indie fed i mean yes. why Why would i waste my time with a little silly little indie fed Nah, no i'm not gonna do that now this is gonna happen very clearly they wouldn't they wouldn't even put it no. out there otherwise yeah. i think this is a good one i mean we know mjf ain't gonna lose this match no. um i honestly thought it'd be somebody like toro yano <laughs> something like that um, I, I, I think that would be fun, but the, the, the story overall of MJF and he proved it again tonight is he's, he's the, he's the smug, I won't say chicken shit, just like he eludes any responsibility of defending his title, but, um, he's the smug heel who will absolutely, when push comes to shove out wrestle you like. He, and I mean, like, as like he, he will use all of the tricks. He tried to pull an Eddie Guerrero, tossing the belt to Adam Cole and taking a dive. But turns out the ref wasn't ready to, to wake up yet. Like he, he tried all the things. He, he, he pulled out the, 
the, the, the diamond ring out of his out of his out of his trunks. He was willing to do all of the tricks because he knows all the tricks because he's watched all the film. That's part of his character is that he's watched everybody from the last 25 years. He knows all the tricks. He knows all the counters. He's a really great wrestler. So I think the story has to be MJF facing a legend like Tanahashi and Tanahashi having a great match with him and MJF finding some way to pull out some victory out of his ass because that's what he does because he's always one step ahead. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I like I really think this match is going to be great and add so much to the legacy of MJF when we look back on his career in a few years. A reminder next week Stephanie Chase rejoins us to make predictions for uh, AEW X New Japan Forbidden Door. Tony says so a certain match that Alex and Kate hates was fun as hell. Ooh. Some spoilers from from Rampage. Oh, Doug wow. says, any idea if MJF is going to have a match at Forbidden Door 2? Yes, he is. Yes. Yes, he is. And <laughs> MJ Johnson says, Horseshoe versus MJF. Jack Perry versus Sonata. Eddie is back. Sammy's getting Jericho, Miro, and Andrade in action soon. And no Jarrett. Get me a cigar and a hose. Tonight was a lot of fun. This felt like a prime dynamite. It really did. It really and did. There was this. Yeah. There was this buzz around it today, like from people I was talking to there. I reported the, the the elite stuff. There are some people there that are very jazzed up about that. In case you guys mm-hmm. missed it, FightfulSelect.com reported. Uh, very close to finishing this deal from what I understand, and they are expected to remain with AEW. We will have the word when they do. Uh, FightfulSelect.com also reported today Jimmy Jacobs joining AEW. We mentioned this at the top of the show, Alex, but he's – you know, he's responsible for some pretty good ideas. He's yep. had some stuff that I don't quite like as well, like right. the impact stuff with the underworld, all that. But also, list the list of Jericho was a Jimmy Jacobs creation as well. Mm-hmm. He also, um, in honestly, one of the more gangster quitting situations ever, 
just was like, hey, my friends are outside in Bullet Club shirts. I'm going to go take a picture with them. <laughs> they're like, yeah, you're fired. You're you're absolutely fired. <laughs> and he said, all right, see ya. I'm going to yep. go to Impact now. <laughs> yep. So uh, he is, after five years, has moved on to AEW. I know a lot of people like the Undead Realm stuff. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. I know he was very proud of it, though. I, I, I talked to mm -hmm. him about that in our interview. Yeah. So we got that as well. More news coming to FightfulSelect.com. Put down your five bucks. Alex, you all have had callers. They bought time. Kate yes. is now handling our advertising mm -hmm. here yep. on Fightful. And mm -hmm. I understand that people have been buying ad yes. time on the NXT show to promote Fightful Select. That's amazing. That's that's nice. It's very it's very good of them. Um, uh, some of them have a, a bear a striking resemblance to you, but I'm sure that's entirely coincidental. Um, and uh, but they they they've bought time on our show simply to promote Fightful Select, and that's very nice of them. I amazing. gotta say it. It's yeah. it's amazing. I really appreciate it. CM Punk video package. This is a hell of a video package too. Trey Cash mm. sends a very generous humper chat. Before that, Parker says, very curious to see what Punk has to say. Well, let's uh, hear what Trey has to say. He says, hey, Sean, I'll be driving down to Chicago for Collision. Excited to see Punk for the first time ever. Hope he mentions the Elite in some form or fashion. You think at some point, if all goes well, they stick him back in the title picture? Much love. I think that would... By the way, this was direct, This great video was directed by Giancarlo, uh, who just does incredible work. I don't think he'll mention the elite. He might allude to the elite because one of the things we had reported on FightfulSelect.com, best five dollars in the business, was that there's some. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there's non-disclosures or non-disparagements, but there were some documents. You know, all that all that talk about legal documents being sent that way mm -hmm. was uh, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that we're just protecting AEW, making sure he showed up making sure that there wasn't a lot of negativity thrown anybody's way in that right. sense. The title picture, boy, that's a tough one for me because they kind of got burned a couple times on that, and it's nothing yep. you can help. It's just unfortunate injuries. Yeah. That sucks because whether or not any of this happened, Punk was dropping that title. It was being vacated anyway. He tore his arm. That sucks. Right. Right. I think it'll take a long, I think it'll take a good amount of time. I think it'll be at least next year mm -hmm. seeing that through possible. However, a title picture, CM yeah. Punk versus Orange Cassidy is absolutely something I could see happening, mm -hmm. main eventing, and blowing the goddamn doors off the place. CM FTR against the House of Black, Alex. Mm -hmm. I could absolutely see that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could too. Uh, unfortunately, because I, I kind of want the House of Black to hold that those titles for like a year, because I'm having so much fun whenever they de whenever they de defend the titles. Um, but I, I have no doubt that will be a thing. I I think the thing about CM Punk that is that is the most valuable thing about him is that dude will draw no matter what program you put him in. Like he, he doesn't need to be anywhere near any title. Like I, I, he's a, he says, I got some scores to settle. And the thing of it is, is that we absolutely will believe that Punk yeah. has a score to settle with anybody in that locker room. So you could say, listen, I didn't like the way you looked at me, kid, six months ago. Not like the, the great thing about Punk is that um, the, the people who love him will watch him do anything. 
And the people who don't like Punk, his haters, will believe that he will be the most petty guy in the world so you can have him call out anybody. And, and everybody will believe it and watch it. I think there's a lot of cool stuff you can do there. I, I like pitting him against Samoa Joe. I like pitting him against Jay White and Juice Robinson. I think those are great things. I, I think that um, that 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 elephant in the room, um, he's got some things to get off his chest, he says. Um, I think that it will be necessary to address some stuff. Yeah, I think because be because if you're if you're coupling him up with FTR, who was incredibly over and hugely babyface, there's just I'm not talking even talking about the whole brawl. I'm talking about like the the muffin muffin time, where he's just up there trashing the entire company with his boss sitting next to him, like <laughs> that that to me in in public with everybody watching him. Not a that's brawl what drew the eye. That's doors. what drew the ire of so many in the company. That, More than the, the fight, it was that. With. Yeah, that thing's got to that's got to be dealt with. And that was the catalyst for the big meeting that happened a few days later. More than the fight. Yeah. Because CM Punk effectively came out and said, nobody here has done anything. I'm mm -hmm. the one who draws. I work with a bunch of people who have never done anything. And that's me, yep. obviously, simplifying it. Yep. Then a few days later, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Chris Jericho effectively have a meeting that say, guess what? We've all done a hell of a lot more than he's done. Mm -hmm. So just just here, take our advice type of thing. Yeah, I'm so excited to finally cover matches i love yeah. being able to get this news for you guys and i love it and mm -hmm. it, it'll always continue and when there's dramatic bullshit going on you better believe i'm going to cover that too but i can't wait to see people subscribing to fightfulselect.com and it's because we have more news on matches and stuff that, that went right than stuff mm -hmm. that went wrong five dollars a month misfit wrestling podcast says <laughs> hiroshima takahashi can't wait for the kids or tanahashi can't wait for the kids debut and he also says, hope it's House of Black versus Naito, Shingo, and Hiromu. God, I hope so. Jesus, I hope so. You've got to put a trios title match on there. Oh, no, Listen, absolutely. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate a surprise title change and then a swap back pretty soon perhaps, as well. Perhaps, yeah. Lord Zypher says, is Punk, Punk versus John Silver win for Hangman's Honor? God, that would be a fun match. That, that would, would be, be a fun. really fun match. That'd be fun. Grayman Media says Undead Realm versus CWF's Army of Darkness. Oh, Jesus. Living Dead Frank says as a forbidden door ticket holder, excellent show. It was an excellent show. And as FightfulSelect.com reported last week, looks like Kenta versus CM Punk headed to this as well. I'll have more on that this week. Collision, however, this Saturday, Outcast versus Willow and Blue. Buddy Matthews versus Andrade. And Miro back in action, Alex. Uh, I can't take it. He's blushing. <laughs> Look at him. He's blushing. My boy's back. I, I, um, I, uh, uh yeah, Miro, I, I've missed that dude so much. He had that, like, a tiny little thing that they cut for a Twitter thing. And it was just like, it was so good. Like, the, he's i'm i'm so happy that he's back and listen if you're if you're gonna give me um lij um uh in gobernables uh versus the house of black if that's the first thing we're getting if this little andrade versus buddy andrade versus buddy matthews just just 
Just give him the full 30-minute time limit. Let him go. I want to watch it. I love those two guys so much. It's going to be so great. But if that is leading into our the first um, program for House of Black uh, this summer is Andrade, Roosh, and Drillistico. I mean, yeah, let's, let's do all those things. Can I get a lot of that, please? Very. I'm not often very excited to stay in on a Saturday night. I'm very excited to be watching wrestling this Saturday night. Uh, I can't wait for that. Cannot wait for that. And listen, I know there's some confusion outside the States. How the heck do I watch? How the heck do I watch? Listen, I'm going to give you the answer. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. That's the easy answer. You can check out your shows anywhere when you change your virtual location with just one click. 30-day money-back guarantee, a great deal with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You stay safer online with the leading VPN service in the world. You can detect malware during downloads, block trackers, and intrusive ads. But here's the thing. I've been talking about traveling everywhere. Toronto, the UK, the US. Well, you want to make sure that you're able to catch all your favorite shows and your favorite pay-per-views. I ordered this UFC pay-per-view this past weekend and only paid 15 bucks on it or paid 15 bucks for it with an overseas service as opposed to the 80 that I would have paid if my virtual location was here in the States. Now you can buy NordVPN and protect your digital world and protect your wallet. Save a bunch of money. Listen to your favorites abroad. Don't leave your shows behind when you go. Connect to a NordVPN server in your home country. Safely enjoy content as if you never left wherever you travel. A lot of your TV services won't work if you go overseas or to Canada or if you're overseas and you come here. You can shield your data from snoops and criminals, protect yourself on public Wi-Fi, secure every device that you own, and add extra layers of security to your, to your digital life. But like I said, right now, you're watching Collision this weekend. You want to make sure you can watch it. Get that NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Make sure you check it out. You'll be able to watch it without commercials in some places even. That's how I watch Dynamite tonight. I watch it on that Fight AEW Plus overseas. And I get to see stuff that happens during the commercial that was very beneficial during the Sky Blue match when she was laying in some really good offense. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out, my friends. Love them at NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Dayla Common says, now nah, give me Hiromu Takahashi versus Darby. TK, you coward. That would be a lot of fun, too. Uh, yep. I feel like a, a Darby match would just... I'm interested in seeing him face anybody at this point because he's he's just got that style that, that is, is very, very watchable. Misfit mm-hmm. Wrestling Podcast says, does Buddy Andrade set up for an LIJ debut? That I hope so. I, I hope that that leads to something more. And that is sort of a transition into Forbidden Door. That would make a lot of sense. Yep. Living Dead Frank says, Miro versus Shingo. Book it, TK. I'm down with that. Wouldn't mind that. Irene says, who, if anyone, er- interrupts Punk's promo Saturday? I hope it's Samoa Joe. I hope it's Samoa Joe cutting a promo about how immature CM Punk is. Like, enough to, you know, add some juice to that main event, Alex. And we mm-hmm. know Samoa Joe would ether CM Punk. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he would. And also, he'd be the, he'd be the exact right guy to ether CM Punk in front of a Chicago crowd. And just bulldoze his way right through it, and it wouldn't affect him because he's Samoa friggin' Joe. Yep. 
Shot Kid says, uh, <laughs> Will Washington went to TK and said, I know this guy named Alex who really likes Miro, Andrade, and Buddy. Can we get them on collision too? I feel like CM Punk went to TK and said, yep, hey, all these perhaps. guys you got that asked for their mm -hmm. releases and don't mm -hmm. want to be, uh, mm -hmm. give them to me. Mm -hmm. I'll take them. Yep. Sonata makes an open challenge that Jack Perry accepts. I wasn't yep. expecting this in any no. way. No. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Jack I Perry it. is in store for such big. I, I. This is an opportunity for him. We're going to talk about something very similar, but at a different point in her career with Sky Blue and the match that she had. But Jack Perry right now is at a different point. He's been in the public eye for four years now. The babyface run has run its course. Mm -hmm. Some some big stuff is in store. And he's about to lose a world title match to Sonata with Hook in his corner. And Hook might catch the blame for that, Alex. Daddy yeah. Donut says, Jungle Boy versus Sonata? What are you kidding me? What a crock. JB ain't that guy, pal. Finally got exposed in that last feud. Hoping Punk smashes him and takes that spot. JB seriously shocked. This is a disservice to New Japan. What about Hangman, Mox, Malachi? Terrible. I disagree, Daddy Donuts. No, 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 this, no, no, it, no, no, no. This is going to be good. The match is going to be incredible, and it will be a major turning point in Jack Perry. And I can't say how he'll do as a heel, Alex, mm -hmm. but if he does amazingly, then this is going to be a, a huge point for Jack Perry. Um, Here's the deal. Whoever is facing Sonata is going to take the loss, period. Um, it should be somebody for whom the loss helps their overall storyline, as opposed to if Hangman faces him, it's going to be a great match. Hangman's going to lose. But how does that help the thing he's doing with, with, with BCC right now? It doesn't. But Jack Perry, having come, he said, he said I will hold singles gold this year. He's promised himself that and everybody else said it public on, on an episode of Dynamite. So um, he had that feud with MJF where he's part of the four-way, but he lost. Sonata puts out an open challenge. He accepts it. He's going to lose that match. But he's going to have a guy next to him who he said tonight, you're my best friend in the whole wide world, and I love you so much like a brother. Um, and Hook is standing there. With some gold on his shoulder. Yeah. Now after Jungle after Jungle Boy loses to Sonata, I think he tries it tries a shot at the TNT title. Doesn't get that. I think he tries a shot at the international title. Doesn't get that. And finally, there's another singles gold that just happens to be hanging out on the shoulder of his very best friend in the whole wide world, Hook. And that's that's where you get that's where you get the turn. I think it, there's a really great story for him. I, again, I don't know how he's going to do as a heel, but the 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 whole the Jungle Boy shtick has absolutely run its course. I want to see how honest, not Jungle Jack Perry. I want to see how Jack Perry does on his own two feet, away from the Luchasaurus gimmick, away from Christian, away from everybody. Just I want to see how he does because I believe there's something in this kid for a long time to come. And I think the only way you can do it is throw him in the deep end and see if he can swim. And listen, I love the theme song. It's done great things for Jack yep. Perry. Mm -hmm. 
by the end of the month or by the end of probably a month from now, the only time I want to hear that song is when the Cincinnati Bengals sing or score uh, touchdowns because uh, 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 I want it to replace mm-hmm. the dog right. shit song that they have. Let's right. do that. Yep. Otherwise, you won't. I don't think you should hear that song until he turns babyface again years yep. in the future. Mm-hmm. C says, can't wait for Jack Perry to be squashed. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Shot Kid says Jack and Sonata could be this year's OC Osprey, which is funny because Misfit says people crapped on that before it happened. The match everyone writes off, sleeps on, and could be a show stealer. It absolutely could because there's a whole lot of AEW fans that might not be as familiar with Sonata. I bet you there are a whole wealth of AEW fans Mm -hmm. that probably haven't watched much New Japan since all these people from New Japan joined Mm -hmm. AEW in 2019. Or... Probably a lot of them fell off during the pandemic. Those were depressing right. ass shows to watch. I covered them. They weren't fun. Will Ospreay has told me on numerous occasions they were depressing for him to wrestle because there mm. was nobody there. Nobody could do anything. Right. Alex Lawrence says Triple H for Booker of the Year. TK and Jungle Boy took away the dream match that is Sonata versus Jared. Uh, Raymond says Andrade meets Suji. Oh, God, that'd be cool. We have a Sammy Guevara return. He's in his dad shirt, Alex. He is. He is dressed like a future parent, and he's he's he's, he's gonna get in. He's gonna get in nine holes before he's got to go pick up the kids. For the he's gonna we already got weekend. in one. We know that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's out there. He's having a girl. Uh huh. The crowd is happy about that. The crowd. The crowd uh, is happy. The crowd is happy that that yeah. it's like, hey, good for you. Congratulations. We still hate your guts. We're not, we're, you're still a heel to us, Sammy. Um, there yeah. was a, there was definitely cheering some for mixed, him. There was definitely some mixed reaction. People are cheering they che- because they're cheering. Mazel Tov, you and your wife are having a baby. That's great. Also, boo. Like there was a no, little they bit were of both. cheering him. What are you talking there were, about? There was, there was a little bit of both. There was some, there was some, there was some, there was some mixed reactions. Well, <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm just seeing the reactions. Uh, but Darby comes out. And he's he's talking about Yas, and Jericho comes out. Right. He's like, you know, you, you never called me when you were trying to become a thing that I was literally the first of ever. Right. The AEW World Champion, and that makes sense to me. Why would Jericho not look at him and be like, "You didn't want to ask me for help at all." Mm-hmm. And naturally, it's because you are led to believe that Sammy wanted to do this on his own. He right. wanted to prove everybody that he, he wasn't what, what everybody thought that he was. And they and Jericho is like trying to force Sammy to be his friend here. He's like yep. getting in his face. He's like, well, why don't we have a tag match last week? And I'll remind you. Sammy's like, I don't really want that. No, (laughs) no. And then Darby talks his trash and Jericho goes, well, how about we beat you up two on one? And Sammy's still like, I don't really want that. Like, Mm -hmm. no, why, why are you volunteering me for stuff here? Mm -hmm. I didn't ask for these chores. Mm -hmm. And Darby says, well, you know, I'm never really alone. And Sting comes out and we get a nice little face off. I did feel like Jericho was very heavy-handed out of nowhere last week, yes. being like, yes. Sting, not me. He is great, <laughs> but I have no interest in facing him. Not a guy I would like to be in the ring with. Not at all. No, sir. 
Not ever. <laughs> You'll never catch me in a ring with Sting. Not a chance. It won't um, happen. Definitely not next week. <laughs> I carry um, this bat for fun. Yep. Uh, he, I, I do, I did love Darby being like, so they call you a wizard, right? Well, it's because when you get in this ring, there's no magic. Like it was like, <laughs> was it was just, was just, just the most, just his, his uh, comedic, the comedic stylings of Darby Allen. Um, I, I think that, um, that his deadpan shit is so fun. It's yeah, it so fun. good because the crowd reacted to it. That's one of the first times I've right. ever heard somebody react to a Darby line. Yeah. Um, uh, so Sammy and Jericho versus Darby and Sting. Uh, but the, the, the stare down um, is it, between uh, Jericho and Sting with like the bat off. You know, like I got a bat and you got a bat. Let's find out who's yeah. got the bigger bat. Um, this uh, This does feel um uh fun and it's it's entirely harmless i don't care it's cool i would have popped so hard for this 15 years ago even 10 years <laughs> ago but now it's like okay let's 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 see what let's see what we can do let's see what we can get out of this match it could be it should be a lot of fun no no matter what well, mr acosta says no interest in 64 year old versus 51 year old well i think it's going to be like 64 year old and 29 year old and like 30 i think it's going to be like four on four type of thing like i think that's where we're headed here right because what we got next was orange cassidy keith lee darby allen sting defeating the mogul embassy there were some bright spots and some not bright spots in this match uh the power bomb on from cage on to uh keith lee with uh with the help of the mogul embassy affiliates that was amazing that, that was, was outstanding looking. However, there was a Toa Leona Sting spot that was real bad. It looked like Toa Leona ran right through the boot of Sting and then didn't quite give Sting enough time to get his footing. And right. Sting did not hit the turnbuckle. Definitely, nope. like, nope. I mean, this is a thing where 10 years ago, he would have been able to hit sure. the turnbuckle even. Right. So, I like, I, I don't know what exactly went on there, but it didn't look mm -hmm. good. However, I did like the finish. Brian Cage is setting Sting up for an F5. Sting mm -hmm. escapes out the back, hits mm -hmm. the Scorpion Death Drop, gets the pin. It is, like I said, I'll always be thankful to see Sting perform because he's the first performer I ever saw. There is a picture of me when I was little with a, with a baseball glove, a, a pink and teal Sting baseball glove even. Like, my God, I had all the merch. This is this was one where I, I saw a spot one of the first times. There have been there have been a couple times in this AEW run, and I went, ooh, damn. Mm -hmm. But uh the orange punch into the death drop restored some faith in me. Um, yeah. we'll talk about the giant no that flashed on the screen in a bit, but what did you think about this match, this performance, this this little mishap with Sting even? I got to get this out of the way right now. Um, I I don't know how much longer I can wait for my Keith Lee versus Swerve yeah. to, to really get going for them to have like the actual match. Like I, I, I don't know how much longer I can wait for that. I'm sorry. Like it just feels like we're getting everything besides that now, but maybe eventually. Um, this match was fun and fast paced. Um, yes, the spot with Leona and... Um, and Sting uh, had me worried. Um, it does feel like 
listen, th that would not be my choice of dude to do a, a sequence with Sting in this match because that dude is just like, like he's a rhinoceros crossed with a refrigerator. Like he's just, he only knows one speed and one and one power to go at. And that's all of it at the same time. So it's just, if, if Sting stumbles because he's a 64 year old dude in there, then he's not going to get to the space and time he needs to be because Toliona cannot slow down. He's just going full bore, um, which is what I love about watching him. But in this, in this case, it, it maybe go, okay, well, let's not kill him. Let's not kill the old man Sting. He's got a big feud with Jericho coming up. Let's not kill him yet. Um, uh, yeah, this was, uh, this was fun, but in places, as you said, a little wonky. Um, it, it, I, I, I was, I was so sure Swerve was winning that title from OC last week, going into the match, watching the match. So, so sure it was going to happen. And, and then it didn't happen. And they, now his team lost again this week. And it, it wasn't about him, his team losing to Keith Lee to further that story. It was a secondary thing that they were a part of. So I just wonder like they've been, they're doing a lot to build up Swerve. I don't want to see him drop back down because it just feels a little weird timing for this right now. But other than that, like the match itself was fun. Mr. Acosta says, love Sting. The spots worry me sometimes. Me too. Me too. Tom LaValle says, TVH Sting was probably my first favorite and Jericho is still my all-time favorite. It'd be a fun match. Do you think we see Surfer Sting again? I don't. I think the closest you'll get was tonight with Brian Cage and that wasn't mm -hmm. nowhere near no, Surfer no. Sting. I know that that's what it was supposed to be. And I mean, this is a compliment to Brian Cage. He looked like he should have been teaming with the Warlord and the Barbarian. Yeah. Like he looked like the third powers of pain member. If you yep. put them right in the ring with axe smash and crush, mm -hmm. I would yep. watch the hell out of that. Yep. I, like, man, like there are very few. He looked like he just could have been plopped right down into that. That, yep. that would have been great. There was a giant no that flashed on the screen. Brent Lockman says, no, what's up with that? So I had a lot of people ask like, oh, is it distributor stuff? What is it? I don't know if it was planned. I don't know. I've asked, by the way, and I've even said if it wasn't planned, it should be because it got a lot of buzz. Whatever it was, got a lot of buzz. So if it was an accident, it shouldn't be an accident next time. It should yep. absolutely be meant to happen. But it happened across all the feeds, mm -hmm. across yep. all distributors. So it wasn't just like a direct TV, a YouTube TV thing. It also happened in a, a Four Pillars in the ring talking segment in April, but this, that time it flashed. Yes. And then no, really? like Jesse, J Jesse, uh, Jesse, um, the Buckeye found it. And it's on Jesse, her Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it, it's very interesting. Like if this is like a really weird, like, like now this makes like the QR codes that brought out Bray Wyatt, look like it was just like flashing a flashing neon sign. Yeah. This is really slow playing if this is like building to somebody debuting. But I don't I don't know what it could be. I don't know what it could be. It's Booker T. Yes, yes, yes. yes. No, 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 no. That's what it is. Living Dead Frank says a Canadian fiver for the turtle shirt. Mm -hmm. Got it at uh Walmart. Oh my gosh, listen to these for Rampage. 
United Empire, Osprey Fletcher and Cobb, because Mark Davis is still healing right. up. Against Chaos, Rocky Trent and Chucky T. That's fun. And then Bandito versus Takeshita. Jesus. Why are they trying to get us to watch Rampage now? What's they're, going on? They're trying to get you to watch Rampage, Sean. Yeah. That's the thing. Like they're they they're they are, especially when you have collision debuting the next night. They want to, they are trying to now they will fall off again. But for now, they're trying to tell you we have three nights of wrestling, not just two, with this whole collision thing. Don't forget about Rampage. We're still going to put great matches on there. They're going to be pre-taped. If you want to find out what happened to them ahead of time, if you want to know the spoilers, you can do that. But it's still going to be great matches. They're going to try and do that, I think, at least until July. They're going to try and put on banger Rampages. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens out of there. But that those seem like some fun matches to watch. Oh, yeah. Bizarro Big Else has been calling FTW in Boston for a while now. Hook won it there. They booked the garden. Big match. Love the callbacks. Only wizard is Keith Lee. His ring jacket and speech proves it. OC versus Zack Sabre and Daniel Garcia versus Shavada Humps. Uh, Swerve versus Keith at All In. God, they cannot wait till All In to do sweet Swerve and Keith. Like, my that's God. The, well, that's, I, the next, that's the next big show after Forbidden Door. I know. They don't have anything else. But they don't have... I mean, I if they're going to do like a fighter fest or whatever in July... Um, yeah, fight for the fallen, whatever. Like, if you're gonna do it there and main event the show with it and give it 25 minutes, fine. But otherwise, I think it should be on a big on a big show. Guys, please leave us a thumbs up on this video. We would greatly appreciate it. During one of the ad breaks, drop a comment below. Not just in the live chat, but a, a comment on the on the actual comment section. Favorite, least favorite thing about dynamite. That stuff helps us so much. We're also gonna be posting a lot more shorts very soon. A reminder, we are on TikTok, we are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, all these platforms. You can also check out Fightful Overbooked and Fightful Scraps. Fightful Scraps has a bunch of interview and show clips. Mark says, I said for a long time, and lately I've seen others get on board with the idea too, but Darby and Sammy as a team I think would be amazing. Two crazy high flyers, but each with a very unique feel. I want to see gold on that team eventually. A team name that's putting us on the spot. Yeah, what kind of team name do you think we we could have here? Uh, Suicide Kings, because um, they just love to do crazy things together. I mean, I don't Damn. know, man. Uh, they do love to they, just throw stuff together. They they honestly like uh, both guys have zero regard for their own body. I've seen each guy do stuff in matches that I go. Do, do you want to be able to walk tomorrow? Like they don't care about it at all, but man. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Vicky says, hi fellas. I'll watch sting. Read the yellow pages. I, I mean, listen, I love sting. Love sting. Uh, one LT photo says, like I've said in the past, feature other companies uh, in nothing but humpers on rampage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a little, that's uh, not a forbidden door. It's wild to think Bandito and Takeshita are both under AEW contract. So it's not yeah. a forbidden door thing at all. It's just an AEW match. Yeah. James Stallings says Nick Wayne will be involved in Keith Lee and Swerve somehow, some way. Yeah, he will. Yeah. 
I think he that's will. the active plan is to involve him with Swerve, Darby, mm-hmm. etc. as I get the hiccups. The Guns do an interview. They play dumb about Bullet Club Gold. But they want the Hardys. Wizard of Smoke says, support Fightful. Guns want to be the best bros. Can this be teasing the debut of the Good Brothers versus Guns? May the best brothers win BC reunion. Nope. Not happening. OC or NWDB, they're there for Mm -hmm. a long time. But here's an interesting fact, Alex. The Smoke and Guns defended the WWF tag team titles against the Hardy Boys on WWF Superstars in June 1996. Wow. The Hardy Boys will face Colton and Austin Gunn Mm -hmm. in June of 2023. Yeah. And the one gun that's actually related to them is also still wrestling. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, We had the TNT Championship match. Wardlow defeated Jake Hager. I could not have been less interested in this match, all due respect to the parties involved. Mm -hmm. I felt like Wardlow just should have crushed Hager. That's how I felt. That's Hager has been so not featured in so many spots. And what what are they going to do with him after this? I don't know. Have Wardlow smash him. Why not? Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I don't know the 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 Wardlow thing. Like, I I I will I will just say it. I think the TNT title has been cursed since they took it off of Miro and put it on Sammy erroneously. I don't think the TNT titles had a good run since. Like, Sammy was stop and start. There was that back. To, he's hopitated it with with Cody. The Scorpio Sky thing was dead from the get go. They could not figure out what they were going to do. That they gave it to Wardlow. Um, th- that didn't work out. They 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 took it off of him. Um, uh, Hobbs had it. Then Dobbs didn't have it. Now Wardlow. Like there's there's just there doesn't seem to. This is my call. Miro needs to get the TNT title back, restore it to its former glory. You can start that story from where you left it off. He always had great matches. Build the right guy over the over a course of a couple of months to be the right guy to take it off of Miro and start it over again. Because like this is nothing to nothing, I'm saying nothing bad about Wardlow. They just don't seem to really know what they're doing with his reign. You know what I mean? Like he I had the match. Like they didn't know what they're doing for a year since. Really, yeah. since the MJF thing took a, a sharp left turn. Yeah. And they were like, okay, well, Wardlow's winning this match, but now this MJF's got more attention than he's ever had before. Well, let's put the title yeah. on him. It's been really confusing. Luchasaurus versus Wardlow is set for collision, and they make Glock Anderson bleed his own blood. Okay. Well, I think that match is going to be great if they mm-hmm. get time. Ricardo says, this episode is great. Wrestling heavy show. I agree. We also have an Orange Cassidy interview interrupted by Zack Sabre Jr. And then Daniel Garcia wants Shibata. And Orange Cassidy goes, well, he's not here this week. But how about next week? Me and Shibata against you two. <laughs> I, I, yes. Okay. The, 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 the tag match next week is going to be great. Let's not skip over. Uh, Orange Cassidy being interviewed by Rick is like, Renee, we know how this is. Uh, I don't know who my next opponent is. So somebody's going to walk in and interrupt. And here he is. And it's yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. of all people. He's like, hello, Orange Bollocks. Listen, 
I like that title belt. I think I'd like to take it off you, darling. Like, uh, you, you sold me a ticket because last last year, what do we have for Orange Cassidy uh, at Forbidden Door? We had Will Ospreay. That's trying to be the match of the yeah. night. Like, so so give me Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. If, like, if, if what we're doing that, if that's what we're doing at Forbidden Door, you, that that has potential to be match, match of the night at Forbidden Door. Even with all the other matches that are going to be at Forbidden Door. Like, that has a potential to be match of the night. So I love this this tag this uh, tag match is going to happen. Could be a lot of fun. Um, like where Daniel Garcia tries to like get a high five or something from from Zack Saber. Oh, get over yourself, Daniel! Like I yes. love Zack Saber Junior. I think this is going to be so good. I'm I'm Daniel really Garcia excited. is so far. You mentioned this and I mentioned this tonight. He is yeah. so far ahead of the meme game. He yeah. knows exactly what he's doing. This yeah. guy's brilliant. He is a brilliant sports entertainer. Yep. Uh, Parker Hines says would not be opposed to Miro versus OC title match, but I think Zack Sabre Jr. beats OC. I don't mm. think he beats OC. Mm. I think they're keeping OC as strong as possible. Who has been more protected than Orange Cassidy of late? And and to me, you run the risk of of over protection, like of like of overexposure. Like he's 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 defended the title like. 25 times and won all the time. He's the story is he's getting beat up and more and more beat up over and over again. Um, and I think there's there's time to have him lose the title belt and get it back, maybe. But there's there's you just run the risk of him of it not feeling special. I'm not saying yet, I'm saying if he gets to like 35 defenses in a row without losing. It'll start to feel like okay, well, he's, he's there's he's no chance he's going to lose. So I, I would like for this to to feel um, electric again. The matches are always great, but I always feel like, especially after last week, they're 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 keeping it on him for a specific guy. I just don't know who that is yet. Mark says, surely Punk must face MJF for the title once more before MJF's ref run is done. But this time he'll just lose, having Punk try and stop MJF from pulling a CM Punk with the title rights itself. This time MJF actually wins and keeps the title off Punk. I love that idea. I actually really like that, and it gives MJF his win over Punk that he should have gotten anyway. But mm-hmm. Punk uh, got hurt and couldn't. I, I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, my my fantasy booking that I don't think they'll they'll actually do is I want Punk to surprise everyone and take MJF under his wing. And protect MJF until finally he turns on MJF, uh, costs him the belt, not not for himself, but for anybody else, but the right guy that he wants, and gets a mic and says, "You stupid kid, I'm a snake." Like actually, uh, like do that, just like lull him into a false sense of security, and then pull the rug out from under him. I think there's a, there there's that could be a really fun story too. Guys, reminder, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. We've got a couple more matches left. Knocked Vogan says, Orange, or actually says, uh, please give me uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Orange at Forbidden Door. Murder Grandpa squeezing some juice. Eventually, that'll happen on a big stage. I think it, it needs to happen sooner than later, though. It really does. Yeah. AEW women's title match. Tony Storm defeated Sky Blue. I thought Sky Blue looked great in this match especially during the commercials sky blue eventually has to be the person that wins something and that's why last week when you and i talked about this i was like 
I kind of think she needs to win this match. Now, I thought it would be a different scummy situation, mm-hmm. right. but Sky Blue needed to win a match to show mm-hmm. people she can win a match. Uh, mm-hmm. She looked really, really good in this. Storm tried to sp- spray paint Sky, but Blue sprayed Storm in the eyes and hit the code red uh, to almost get the pin, but Soho re- uh, distracted the ref to stop that pin. Blue hit a thrust kick on Soho to send her flying off the apron. Then Storm caught her with the Storm Zero. And then the Texas Cloverleaf. This protected Sky Blue a little bit, but AEW does lean into these types of finishes an awful lot, especially with the heel groups an awful lot. And I don't know if Tony Storm needed this to beat Sky Blue, but still, I'm over the moon with how Sky Blue performed in this situation and mm-hmm. glad that she was in this situation and won the match to get into this situation, Alex. Yeah, my thought that uh, she did a great job in um, in that four-way. I thought she was the only choice to win it, considering uh, who the other four, three women were, uh, and that this was going to be just on a, on a random dynamite and not an actual um, thing. It's a great thing, to, uh, opportunity for her to have the, the title shot. I thought the, the fake-out with the I've got spray paint, you've got a bottle of hairspray, um, and I thought that was great. I loved Tony Storm's cell, uh, where she tossed the hair, the, the spray paint in the third row, way up in the air. That was great. Um, uh, I, I, I actually kind of liked the kicking out of the Storm Zero, like yes, giving that little hope too. spot to the crowd. That helped her. Um, but and but then she has to tap out to the Cloverleaf. Like there's and there's a moment there of we saw this very young uh, performer. Like have her very best match of her career. She almost had her. If it wasn't for that darn Ruby Soho, she almost had her and would have become champion. And so if she's going to be this person who's going to grow and grow and grow in this company in a few years when she's the champion, like when you you tell the story of of all the times she comes this close and doesn't quite get there, and every time she gets closer, will know that she has this experience in her past and can build on it. I think it's a great story. I do too. Uh, Sky Blue looking good, looking like somebody they can count on in the future. But it's not just blue that you can count on for your future. It's green. Specifically, athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Take a step towards a better health. Free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs of Athletic Greens 1. AG1 at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful has a 90-day money-back guarantee, but it fills the nutrient gaps, promotes gut health, supports whole-body vitality with AG1. One daily serving delivers a comprehensive blend of nine products. That includes a multivitamin, which is a lot better when you drink it, minerals, probiotics to help prevent you from getting sick, adaptogens, and more. There's also a lot of stuff that helps with your digestive health. It works together to deliver the strongest foundation for better health. There are tons of wrestlers that use this. There are doctors. There are endurance athletes on athleticgreens.com slash Fightful that are uh, promoting this as well. Gluten-free, no sugar added, no eggs, and nut-free. One scoop once a day, every day. You get those pre- and probiotics that help you stay healthy. They got the digestive support, those enzymes that help out when you're eating. Like whether your diet's good, bad, or adjusting, 
This helps out a lot. Plus, it's got that energy and metabolic support as well. Maybe you're trying to cut back on caffeine or you just want to eat healthier as well. This makes sure you get make sure you get that energy. And again, it, it helps improve your metabolism as well. From multivitamins to macro minerals, probiotics, and superfoods, they have done the work to curate that ideal combo of nutrients for optimal wellness. All you need is about 60 seconds, eight ounces of water, put a scoop in, shake it up, drink it. You're good to go. Love this stuff. Very, very easy to drink. And also, uh, those travel packs make it very easy as well. I'm taking uh, a bunch of those to London when I go in a couple of weeks. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Got you on the Julie Cutler again. She's going to be joining me for Forbidden Door, by the way. Cool. And speaking of, Alex and Kate will be uh, handling the Raw review on the main yeah. feed the night after Forbidden Door as I will be mm-hmm. flying to London. Mm-hmm. So enjoy that, you guys. I, I can't remember who's joining you that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I think either Riccicino or John Alba. One or the other. All right. One or the other. That yeah, should be fun. It should be a good time. It should be enjoyable. I, I think. Yeah. Personally. Hopefully it sure. is. Why Yellow not? Boy, our good friend, says, just want to thank you to the SGS and Fightful family for the positivity. Surgery was a success. F cancer. Uh, Yellow Boy had surgery to remove a cancerous spot uh, today. Buddy, we're sending our love to you. Getting yep. that message from me earlier meant the world to me, especially with how your week has been. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. We're, we're sending love your way, my friend. Yep. Patrick says, what are your thoughts, just in general? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'll answer this like I'm Baron Corbin. What are my thoughts? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good. Hung Bucks defeat BCC, and I really like this match, oh, obviously. Arduit says the hot tag from Hangman was fire. Everyone on their A game. Holy hell, I need to see Hangman Claudio 1v1. I do too. Is somebody mentioned a buckshot European uppercut, and now I can't stop mm. thinking about it, Alex. I got to mm. see that spot. I don't even give a damn which one of the two does it. Honestly, yeah. as long as somebody does it. Right. But uh, the hot tag was incredible. Hangman picks up the win. I thought commentary did a really good job playing up how big this win would be. And Yuta, who had you know drawn the, the adoration of mm-hmm. Brian Danielson, after drawing the ire of him, perhaps draws that ire a little bit again. It's very sure. clear Danielson isn't 100% because he's not getting involved in a lot of stuff. He seemed protected in, in that anarchy in the arena sure. match. But they played it up on commentary very well. They said, BCC hasn't lost a match that Moxley's been in in like a year. Yeah. So this proved to be a big win. It's and important. the Hung Bucks, Hangman, and, and uh, the Bucks get the win before all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Well, let's just talk about the match. Man, this killed it. This was great. Um, I love that the match started with Hangman rushing to try and murder John Moxley because I always, I mean, uh, I always keep it in my mind. This whole elite versus BCC feud came out of something that like started with, with Moxley and uh, Hangman like 10 months ago. When, when was that match that Hangman got his, got knocked for a loop? I was at like, it. It was uh, Cincinnati in October. Yeah. So like, like, so, so not, so not, not that close, but like, 
you know, it was uh, so not 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 ten months ago, but they eight months built ago, it or whatever. Up before that, so I mean, but yeah, but they've been built up before that. But like that was the moment where they were like, okay, this Hangman and Moxley thing has some legs. Let's figure out what we're going to do with that. And then they just kept having to murder each other for months until finally, like the BCC got involved, um, and then the Elite backed up Hangman. And all of a sudden now it's just this, it's the biggest thing on, on the show. So I love that it started out with this Hangman and Moxley thing and has gone so deep that there's now everybody in the, on the roster is involved in it. Um, but this this was a great yep. match. Uh, Hangman picking up the victory with the buckshot. Perfect. Um, I, Wheeler Yuta is that guy who you can, who it, it means so much when he gets a pinfall in one of these matches, but also he's protected enough by those pinfalls he does get so that when he's the guy to take the pinfall in one of these, these matches, it makes sense. And I think it's great. Love it. Aaron Thompson says, please reopen squared circle. Where is everyone else going to talk about AEW online now? They can go to fightfulselect.com. Most of the stuff on squared circle comes from there anyway. That's true. Uh, Living Dead Frank says, tonight owned, but Eddie Kingston's return rules. So let's talk about that. Kenny's back. Then Kingston's back. Mm -hmm. Crowd is all amped for that. Mm -hmm. They love it. Everybody's fighting everybody. There's Takeshita. There's Moxley. Kingston doesn't want Moxley getting beat up, but he wants to beat up some members of BCC. Mm -hmm. And then the the Young Bucks are mad. Then Takeshita comes out. He don't care about anybody. He don't care about anybody. He's right. fighting everybody. Right. I lose track of what the hell's going on. Omega's fighting. Yep. Takeshita. Then Will Ospreay pops up in his great yep. sweatpants. And mm-hmm. he, he doesn't just whip Omega's ass. He whips Omega's ass. Then whips Omega's ass. Then he decides that he's going to whip Omega's ass. Mm-hmm. Beat his ass like four times, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, they incorporated is, every company, everybody, everything. This is uh, this is great. Uh, Kingston coming out just to like basically get in the face of of Cesaro and try to murder him, but Moxley being like, "Wait, hold on, you can't do that. I'm gonna stable with that guy." And Kingston's like, "Listen, I still respect you, but I'm gonna murder your friend." <laughs> and that that th- there is nothing truer. Than that emotion of like you and I are still boys, but I'm gonna kill that man who was standing next to you. Like there's th- that feels so Eddie Kingston to me. Like that's just it's so great. And then Takeshita coming out to 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 hit uh, Kingston in the back, um, and then the Bucks trying to get involved, but they can't. And then Kenny coming out to solve the whole thing, and that that stare down between him and Takeshita, man. There. That they got someone to, to catch the heel turn. Yeah, they really do. That that guy. I mean, he's a lot of fun. Is like the sweet dude who loves Cinnabon, who we can root for in the matches. But he's an assassin. Like I'm, I love what that what they could do with this. Also, the the last week, Don Callis saying, "Me and my family are going to take out the elite," which feels like the Bobby Heenan family. Like if Don Don Callis starts recruiting like a whole faction of dudes just to take out the elite. There's a lot of really fun stuff, a lot of moving parts. And one of the moving parts is uh, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega, uh, which, yeah, sign me up for that a hundred times. 
Misfit says, TK and Ghetto said, you want to build for Forbidden Door? Here you go, you greedy MFers. Elite Biscuit says, always a blast to see Will Ospreay on TV. So juiced for uh, Omega Will to match of the year. I cannot wait. This show, it's very clear. And I mean, not very clear. I know that it meant a lot to Tony Khan that he got event of the year across the board. Sure. That is something that is important to him. Uh, And he's very clearly aiming for it here again. Oh, yeah. It is very clear. Yep. Miguel Ortiz says, can't wait for the coin drop and face-to-face next week between Okada and Danielson on Dynamite. Very interesting to me that they're doing that match and they're very clearly protecting Danielson in some capacity. Well, very, very interesting. I mean, I also really like his role in the BCC right now. Like, I really like mm-hmm. him just being like, he's he's the William Regal. He's Regal. Yeah. He's the William Regal. He's literally sitting on commentary for all of their matches. I love the insight that he pr- provides. And, like, that's the one thing that I love. also loved about Regal. The, his whole thing of, like, we love these fights because it makes us better. We want to face the best. It's oh, like listen. I, there was one point I think where he says like, "Of course they're going to try and attack us for the bell. That's the only way you have a chance to beat us is to try and cheat to some to gain some advantage." This is it's great, great stuff. Um, and uh, I I think it's wise if you have a Nokata versus Danielson match on the horizon to never even give there to be an opportunity for there to anything to go wrong to to ruin to, to ruin that match. I I think that this is a really good role for him right now. I would see like if he gets out of uh out of Forbidden Door with no Knicks, I would see him you probably see him wrestle more often on AEW television after that. Mr. Showtime says wasn't Mox supposed to have a vacation a year ago? It was supposed to be after all out. It was, yeah. but uh, he's gay, let me tell you, he's being rewarded financially. Yeah. Coy Stalling says Hangman is so underrated, one of the best title reigns in AEW, and is perpetually over. Yep. He is a slam dunk. I got to admit, in ROH, I didn't see it with him. And ever since AEW started, it is okay. Maybe not even since AEW started, since the Omega and Hangman tag run, I have seen it with him. Yep. Kylie says, Fightful is for everyone. Yes, it is. Happy Pride Month. Uh, Tony says, it's been fun here tonight. There did seem to be some audio and video miscues here, though, minus the no people seen. Also, did it show Will giving Kenny the hidden blade to the back of the head on TV? It showed him doing like 74 things to Kenny Omega on TV. And listen, I can't talk about audio and video issues because I had audio issues of my own tonight. Mm, And uh, thank you to the person who hit me up on Twitter and told me to, to point this at my mouth i'm still learning how to use all this fancy equipment mm, very nice in in simmons says the ending of the show was a great fan service multiple run-ins multiple returns set up four to five future storylines great stuff when it didn't end with eddie kingston i was like well this kind of undermines it and then will came out and i was like oh mm-hmm. okay yeah okay yeah there, well, there's guys, there's they're still doing this Eddie versus Claudio thing for Ring of Honor as well. Like they're 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 showing all of these storylines coming out of this, not just for this, but also potentially for that Ring of Honor pay per view in July. They're doing great stuff, guys. Again, we're here every night, but we're also here multiple weekdays as well. 
Uh, we are uh, here for listing your boy. We are here for Grapsity on Saturdays. We've got the spotlight also overbooked uh, and in the weeds has a lot of great stuff. And also the wrestling perspective podcast every Monday. Uh, I mean, Dennis dropped a surprise on me when he was like, Hey, by the way, Ace Steel's hosting with me for the next month. Cool. See ya. And I was like, Oh, thanks. <laughs> nice to know. Mm-hmm. So that is every Monday morning. Uh, apparently AEW approved that. So good on them, I guess. Yep. Uh, but we got a whole bunch of stuff over at FightfulSelect.com. I know I push Fightful Select a lot. I'm so proud of it. It is our lifeblood. Uh, about 100 exclusives uh, a month. And uh, we've got the Fightful Select portions updates now, too, where we have like five or six exclusives in one article. We have early access internet or uh, interview notes and things like that, plus like 40 podcasts a month. Alex, tell the people what you do there and here. Well, um, this uh, this Friday, I will be doing... A rampage watch along while reviewing uh, SmackDown, and um, yeah, why not? Let's do a Collision show uh, Saturday after Collision on FIFA Select as well. Bonus sour graps. I don't know if that'll be every Saturday, but it's for damn sure going to be this Saturday. Uh, so yeah, you'll be looking forward to that hopefully, as well as um, Monday Night Raw review with uh, Miss Kate Fabe on uh, Tuesdays. The NXT review on this year channel. Uh, as well, it should be uh, a lot of fun. This looks promises to be a very cool summer. A lot of great wrestling. Uh, to Vicky in the chat, I have not personally got it. I will go through our contact form and I will make sure that I check out your email. But guys, uh, there's a couple things I I want to uh, put out there. I interviewed Ridge Holland today. That will be up on Fightful uh, on Thursday. It'll be up access, early access for Tier Two on Fightful Select tonight. Uh, I'll be at Rupp Arena on Friday in Lexington. Of course, the first live event that Roman Reigns defends his title uh, at is in Cincinnati, and it's directly opposite of Collision, so I won't be there for that, but I'll be at uh, Lexington for Rupp Arena for SmackDown. Joel and Kate will be at Forbidden Door. I'll be at Money in the Bank. We're going to be all over the place, and also, I dropped that long-form feature on Nick Comoroto. It is his first interview ever that he's done for longer than like two or three minutes. The audio and video is exclusive to Fightful Select members, but there is a huge feature on Fightful. You can go to Fightful.com, and it's under our exclusives tab. And uh, it was it was very important to me that uh, being neurodivergent myself, interviewing a neurodivergent wrestler about ADHD, how it's affected me, how it's affected him, we found out that there were a lot of contrasts in what we hyper-focused on and what we couldn't focus on. So uh, if you've got ADHD, if you know somebody that's got ADHD, you want to understand it a little bit better, he has a lot of very, very wise words. Please check that out. Uh, Mark wraps us up with our Super Chats, Humper Chats, and says, I know currently it's a misuse of his talents. Once Danielson's finishing finishing the ring, I want him as a commentator forever. He's so good, so invested, and such a great. great talker. Such amazing insights. It'll be a crime if he retires and vanishes. I think he'll stay around the wrestling business. I don't think oh, yeah. if you're Brian Danielson, you get oh, involved in GMing, commentary, producing, creative, unless you want to be there for a long time. So I think yep. we'll see that. Guys, thank you all so much. We're out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.